live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. We just got, I'm told we just got Miami Dade. This is a big one in Florida. Let's take a look at, okay. This, we got the, yeah. So let's put this in some perspective. Miami-Dade County has two and three quarter million people. In 2016, this was a Democratic county by 30 points. Hillary Clinton won this county by 30 points. Miami-Dade is 70% Hispanic. It began shifting to the, to the Republicans in 2020. Donald Trump only lost it by seven. And look at this. In the mail-in and early vote, which again tends to be more Democratic friendly, Marco Rubio, the Republican, is outright leading in Miami-Dade County by seven points over Val Demings, a Democratic challenger. In the gubernatorial race, uh, interestingly, we don't have numbers from uh, Miami-Dade County. There they are. I'm not... They popped up for a second. Was that it? That was, that I was, no, I flipped up to Broward to try to reset it to see if it came in. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. What an amazing sweep last night in Southern, in Florida all around. What a sweep in Florida uh, all the way around. But to see Miami-Dade actually flip red like that all the way around, that was the best. Uh, that was the first and best news that we got last night. Obviously being first because it's Florida number one and it's not run like a Democrat crap hole, but uh, also because it's on the East Coast. So we started getting those numbers in and who, who would have thought that we would have flipped Miami-Dade the way we did. Now I know a lot of people have been watching the news last night. I know a lot of people have been watching the news this morning. I know a lot of people feel sick because we didn't win what they thought we would win. I know nobody likes to hear, oh, who cares about Miami-Dade because we didn't win this or we didn't win Pennsylvania or we didn't win that. What I'm here to tell you, today's a two-hour special, ladies and gentlemen, and it's a two-hour special for a very specific reason. Now, I was going to have two guests in but right when I got on, right when I got my show getting ready to go today, uh, my, uh, my computer needs updated in order to send out guest invites. So I was going to bring in Ben Burke. Well, maybe we can get him in by the phone. I was going to bring in uh, another guest as well, and we're not going to be able to bring them in today because in order to do so, I have to shut down my computer and do an update to do that, which I'm not going to do, obviously, because we are live. It doesn't matter. We're still doing a two-hour special today. Mike Crispy will not be on today. I will be doing a two-hour special where I will be keeping up with the real numbers coming in be, uh, with the outstanding uh, votes that are going on and the outstanding uh, elections that are still going on. Nevada, Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not in bad shape. Let me just start out by saying this today, okay? We are not in bad shape. We are in better shape today than we were two days ago. Just know that before we even start the show, okay? 
One thing that I'm always going to do is I'm going to give you the truth, no matter if it's hard to swallow or if it's easy. I'm going to give you the truth. But I'm also going to give you the actual truth, what you should be focusing on. We did not see the red wave. There's reasons why we didn't see the red wave. Doesn't mean we're not in a better position today than we were two days ago. And we're going to take the house. NBC is even saying we're taking the house. We'll get to that in a little bit. We're taking the house. So what does that mean? And we may even stop. We still may take the Senate. But what does that mean that we take the house? It means we stop the bleeding. The bleeding is over, folks. And why I'm calling that, why NBC is projecting that we're taking the house for sure is because of look at the votes that have already, look at the ones that have already been called. Look at the ones that are outstanding. Look at the percentage of the vote that's in. Look how much the Republican is leading by. We're taking the house. We will stop the bleeding. That means that Joe Biden and the Senate can no longer continue their reign of terror because we are going to have the house. Now, how do these Republicans respond by taking the house. How is a Mitch McC- or a Kevin McCarthy going to do if he actually is Speaker of the House? That's, a, that's an entirely different story. But here's the thing. If we were only to take one or the other, House or Senate, which I think is a still great chance we could take both. I do. A lot of people are saying bleeding isn't over here and they're talking about Pennsylvania. I get that. But what I'm talking about is the United States of America. The United States of America, as a unilateral uh, decision, cannot be made by the president any longer because he's not going to have the backing of the House and the Senate. Now, before we get into everything else, I just want to say, if we had to choose between one or the other, please let me know in the comments section if you'd rather have the House or the Senate, if you had to choose, because I would rather have the House all day long. Why? Investigations, committees. Digging into the Fauci stuff, digging into the, uh, to the, uh, to the Hunter Biden stuff, digging into the Southern border stuff, finding these people to hold them accountable and gearing up for the impeachments, for the, whatever they've got to do. I would rather take the house than the Senate any day, all day. And we we're going to take it. It's not even a question. The house is ours. We stopped the bleeding of the United States of America, at least to, at least we stopped their agenda moving so fast. I'd take the house any day of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I know people are putting in there where we are, House and Senate races. That's what's called. Again, we got to look on what's out there still, okay? I'd take the House any day, but I think we still may be able to take both, folks, especially if you look what's going on in Arizona. Those vote numbers that are coming in, those vote drops, are favoring carry 70 to 30. And there's still, what, 30% of the vote outstanding or more? And she says we're winning. She still says this morning, we are winning. So please, ladies and gentlemen, isn't it more important to have the Senate? No, it's more important to have the House. In this situation, it's more important to have the House. The Senate doesn't do all these committees and all these investigations like the House does. That's what we need. We need the investigations into January 6th. We need to end the investigations into the unselect committee. We need these investigations into Fauci. We need the investigations into the border. Guess who doesn't do that? The Senate. So ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to start off the show. It's a two-hour special. Again, I'm not going to be able to bring in the guests. Hopefully, I can at least get Ben in by phone. Dr. Oz said he's not giving up. Well, who cares about Dr. Oz? I mean, I'm, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take the fact that the guy isn't giving up, but he's the reason that we did not win. He's the reason that we did not win. And we'll get to that today in the show. 
But check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody thinks that the left is laughing at us. I keep hearing that. It's not the case. As a matter of fact, it's just the opposite. While election results are still dragging on, and we're going to keep up on those in this two-hour special today, leftists are already losing their minds and crying about losing total control. Because without total control, ladies and gentlemen, the left's agenda stops, or at least it stops it in its tracks where it is. The Senate isn't completely lost. Oh, no, no, it's not. That's why I said, even at, at, at our worst, we're going to still have a split Senate 50-50. At our worst, at our worst, think about that. That's why I said, we are in a better position today than we were two days ago. We're going to have the House, and at the very worst, we're still going to be split, split, 50-50 in the Senate. And that's at the very worst. So think about that, folks. And I think we're, I really do believe we're going to see Carrie Lake cruise to a victory there and, 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 and pull that out. And that was the, the most important gubernatorial race in the entire country. Jeremy, we won't get any investigations with Kevin in charge. Well, Kevin's already out there right now promising all these investigations. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I, I agree. I don't like the guy. I don't trust the guy as far as I can throw Rosie O'Donnell. Okay? Somebody said Oz is a rhino anyway. Well, that's true too. That is true too. But I've got some things I want to say about Oz. I'll say that later on. But the left right now is already freaking out that they're not uh, going to have total control. They're already freaking out. They're freaking out all over Twitter. They're freaking out online. They're freaking out uh, on CNN. Um, I'm shocked that voters' number one concern after freely taking part in a democratic, pro- a democratic process isn't democracy, says CNN. They know. Do we have that audio? I think I have an audio here from CNN saying that. See if I have that audio. Um, There it is. Yep. Ranked it. So we have had a lot of questions throughout this time about new voters, people that hadn't been in there before that were perhaps not getting captured by the polling. So maybe this Mm -hmm. is a sign that we're going to see a little bit more of that tonight than we expected. We obviously don't know yet. And you know what's missing from this one, two, three, four, five, top five issues? Democracy. Oh, yeah. Not even. That's because we don't live in a democracy, CNN. Now, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, if I got big bags under my eyes and I look like I'm about ready to pass out. How am I going to do a two hour show today through the through the love of God? That's it. That's the only way I'm going to be able to do it, folks, through the uh, through the love of God. So please pray for me. I had three hours of sleep. I worked uh, 19 hours, I think, straight 18 hours. I think straight yesterday, absolutely worn out. But we're here. We're on the front lines. We're fighting and I'm not going anywhere. Just please excuse my look today. Um, So left is freaking out because they're losing total control. They need total control to continue this reign of terror. They need it. If they don't have total control, then we can stop the bleeding while we wait for uh, Donald Trump to say what he's going to say next Tuesday and then move forward, ladies and gentlemen, and then move forward. That is good news. Again, remember, no matter what crap you hear today, we are in a better place today than we were two days ago. Amen? All right, so uh, speaking on my election real quick before we get to the Lord, uh, I lost my election. Let me just grab my phone here and bring, uh, tell you the actual real results here. Um, let me see here. My election last night. Give me one second to bring up, uh, find, find my, uh, where I have it all saved at. Last night was a crazy night, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here we go. Uh, the way the way it works in my race is we had three Republicans facing three Democrats for state rep in our district. So we ran as a team. That's how it happens here in New Hampshire. 
the the top three got 18.7%, 17.8%, and 17.14%. I came in at 15%. So I was 2% lower than the third place uh, recipient, the winner, uh, which was all Democrats, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, all Democrats. Unbelievable how we voted all for Democrats here. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry you didn't win your race. It's all right. Um, did your governor flip to blue, Jeremy? Last night it was showing that the Democrat run, running was ahead. No, no. Our governor is still uh, Chris Sununu. He's not blue, uh, albeit he is a uh, he is a rhino. Uh, but Don Boldick lost, and, uh, and, and we'll get to that as well. And he deserved to lose because what he, he did what he did. He deserved to lose because he did what he did. And we're going to be breaking down state by state from last night today in this two-hour special. We're also going to be uh, uh, doing updates, live updates here today. Uh, what's going on? I'm keeping track of everything coming in. We're going to go from state to state to state. I'm not in a bad mood. You shouldn't be in a bad mood. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Lord. I do apologize, however, for not getting a newsletter out this morning. I hope you can understand why. <laughs> I hope you can understand why we didn't get a newsletter. I want you to listen very closely to this, okay? If I could, I know Rumble doesn't want, Rumble wants you guys engaging all the time. I want you to all stop. I want you to all stop engaging right now. I love the Rumble rants. I love the comments, but stop. Everybody take a deep breath. Stop typing in here. Everybody. I don't want to see this chat moving at all. Okay? Listen. God gave you two ears and one mouth so you could listen twice as much as you speak. Please help me trust you here and now. I feel as if I am in righteous training, following an adventurous trail that is arduous and challenging for me. The path I'm on is not of my choosing, but I accept it as your way for me. I realize you are doing things that are far beyond my understanding. As I turn my attention more fully to you, I can hear you whisper in my mind, trust me, trust me. I feel as if I am in a thick jungle where I can't see clearly what is before me, behind me, or beside me. I know a lot of you feel that way right now. This is not a repeat of November 4, 2020. It's not the same feeling, and it's not the same situation. Okay? I cling to your hand as I follow this trail through shadowy darkness. Even though it is hard for me to see where I'm going, I know that your presence with me is rock-solid reality. So I look hopefully to you, Jesus, trusting that you are in full control of the situation. I, I need to focus on enjoying you and all that you are to me. Even though my circumstances are clamoring for resolution, I refuse to obsess about my problems and how I am going to fix them. Instead, I choose to affirm my trust in you and wait expectantly on your presence, watching in hope to see what you will do. In your all-sufficient name, Jesus, amen. Thank you, guys. I know you guys love to type, and I love you to type, too. But I wanted you to listen to that, and I wanted you to listen very closely. Look, a lot of people go, Jeremy's smile is fake. Jeremy's smile is fake. He's just doing this for the crowd so that he can keep them strung along. You ask Eli if my smile is fake. Were we not, Eli, were we not in here laughing this morning? Were we not in here smiling, having a good time this morning? 
And you want to know why, ladies and gentlemen? Because we are in a better place today than we were two days ago. God is real. You don't think that uh, losing an election that I uh, was running simultaneously while doing this show, never, never intertwining the two of them? How many of you guys saw me using this show as a way to win an election? I didn't do that. I didn't do that on purpose. I didn't want anybody to say, well, you use a nationally televised show to, uh, to beat us. That's unfair. I could have. I could have. But I did not. I did not want to do that. I wanted to be fair and square. And I wanted to be on the same level playing field. Because as you know, we don't like to cheat on our side. So if anybody should be discouraged, it should be somebody who lost his race who had to literally tell people in real time, find out in real time that I lost, and then tell you that I lost, and then do that amazing coverage that we did last night. What amazing coverage for our first time last night, ladies and gentlemen. You think that I should be discouraged? I'm not discouraged. I'm not discouraged at all. Because like I said yesterday, there are always victories in defeats. It's how we look at it. It's what we know we've got to do. We assess We do what we've got to do, we adjust, we readjust, and we go forward. That's how we were able to do everything that we were able to do in the last two years. Now, if we had the backing of the GOP, and if we had the backing of the RNC, we would have seen exactly what we expected to see last night. However, we didn't see what we expected to see, even though we still ended up winning more than we did losing. But we still ended up winning. Why? Because grassroots, real, everyday people, you, me, all you poll watchers, everybody who ran for office, we made a change. And we did it ourselves. We didn't rely on the GOP. We didn't rely on the RNC. We relied on nobody but God and ourselves and what God told us to do. And look what we accomplished. Now imagine if we had the Republican Party behind us. Imagine if we had the RNC behind us. Trust me, I get ticked off just like you do. But God says, do not let that stuff fester. Give it to him and move on. And we're doing it. And we're in a better place today than we were two days ago. Please like and rumble this video. And please repost and share this video. They will never stop cheating. And that's okay. We know that. And we still win the house. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. And the power. And the glory forever. Amen. Guys I am so so happy to be here with you today especially after knowing what we're about ready to do and take this house. Where is our father? Pray with question marks, Joe. Joe, you know better than that. Joe, you know better than that, my friend. I see you in here ticked off all morning, and uh, I'm I'm just sitting here shaking my head because I know you know better than that. And I know you know better than to say that, too. Without prayer, we wouldn't be where we are today. You wanted 100% or nothing, Joe. It's never going to be 100% or nothing. The best things in life are when both sides are equally as unhappy as the other. And I can tell you right now, the left is absolutely, excuse my language, pissed off that they are not going to control all three branches of government. 
because they know their agenda stops in its tracks today. And then after Donald Trump announces his presidency next week, then we get a runoff in Georgia. And guess what? Herschel Walker will take that on the wave of Donald Trump saying, I'm running for president. Understand what's going on here, my brother Joe. I love you, but understand what's going on here. Stop being discouraged by quick, temporary things that aren't even real. We've not even lost the Senate yet. And a loss in the Senate means we're still 50-50. Think about that. Think about that. Let's get into the show. First and foremost, please lift up your cups. Let's go. Unfortunately, I feel like, Joe, I had my hopes high too. We all had our hopes high. But remember the art of the deal? Remember the art of the comeback? Go big and accept what's actual reality. We wanted 10 out of 10. We get 6 out of 10. We get 7 out of 10. That's a win. It's in a, it's, we're better today than we were two days ago. Think about that, all right? Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, breaking this morning, NBC is now projecting that Republicans will take over the House. It's not hard to figure out. All you have to do is go through the races, go through the races, and you can see what's left, and you can see what's, uh, uh, what's, um, where they are in the percentages. And NBC did that, just like I did. And they're projecting that the, the GOP will still win the House after Dems uh, took 34 toss-up seats, okay? And you want to know why? Because we flipped so many seats. We flipped seats in California. We flipped seats in uh, New York. Think about how big and strong that is. I am completely, completely ticked off at Pennsylvania. We'll get to Pennsylvania later. But the news this morning that, uh, is that the Democrats and the Rhinos did all they could to stop MAGA candidates from winning. In addition, in Democrat states... With ballot harvesting and major corruption led to Democrat wins. But currently, NBC is projecting that the GOP will win the House by 220 to 215. You need 218 to gain majority. NBC is predicting the same thing that I'm predicting. Again, I stayed up after we did the show last night and I went through these numbers. I got up this morning, three hours later, and went through these numbers. And I got the same thing. It looks like the House will be 220 to 215. Now, that is not officially called yet, but that's what it looks like. It's going with what's out there. And that means, ladies and gentlemen, stopping the bleeding. You don't hear about that on on, on mainstream media. No, you're correct. You do not. You don't hear about that on mainstream media. We know they cheated. You saw the Project Veritas videos. I might be able to pull them up if I have enough time. Now that I can't get a guest on, maybe I will have enough time to do that. You saw the cheating. You saw everybody catching it. You saw Mike Lindell catching it. Remember, folks, we caught it before the election happened and during the election. We didn't have to go back and catch it later. I told you last night, you were going to see days and days coming in the future of of, um, lawsuits and actual standing and people filing lawsuits based on fraud that they caught before and during the election. That did not happen in 2020. Okay? That did not happen in 2020. And I see still people in here going, I am so disappointed. I'm so mad. I'm so angry. I get it. I really do, you guys. And you are not alone. But your expectations are still really, really high. You've got to let reality set in and realize our expectations weren't met, but we won. We won more than we lost. 
And NBC is calling this. This this is what they're saying. We're projecting Democrats will lose the House and it will be a 220 to 215. That is good news. That means we get all of our, at least our opportunity, I guess, to do the investigations. But we will see what Kevin McCarthy does. Okay, we will see. And last night, a lot of you were, I remember, if you remember last night when we were doing, there's J.R. Majewski. What a great, what a great thing we did last night with these guys. It's just truly amazing what we were able to pull off. Um, a lot of people last night were saying, we're, we're so very upset. We're so very upset that we weren't showing results when they were 20% in and 25% in. And we said, you, because the reason why we don't want to pull those up is because we don't want to do this with you all night long. We don't want to be mainstream media. We do not want to go up, down, up, down. Oh, now this is in, now this is in. We waited. If you watched the live coverage that we did last night, we waited until we were about 40 to 50% in because we wanted to get over those early mail-in ballots that were counted and we wanted to bring in actual, real results that were coming in. And we did that. And we said all night, watch, the, the red is going to be really low in the beginning and it's going to creep up and it's going to win in the end. And that's what's actually happening in Arizona too. That is what's happening in Arizona. Now, here's the crazy thing. Check this out. This is where you know, uh, Michelle says you bragged about a, a red wave. Or is that Michael? Michael Brasco. You bragged about a red wave. Who didn't? Who didn't? Did Trump brag about a red wave? Are you texting him right now? Did Mike Lindell brag about a red wave? Are you texting him right now? Everything in the world, every poll, every exit poll, everybody you questioned, every yard sign, everywhere. Even Democrats were going, we're, lo- we're losing this one. We're losing this one. We're losing this one. So who didn't? Are you going to sit here and say, oh, Jeremy, you bragged about a red wave. Who didn't? Are you mad that we won? Is that what you're mad about? Are you mad that we won just a little bit? You wanted to win weight? Oh, t- f- we wanted to win everything? Never going to happen, my friend, Ever. I'll take a win even though we didn't get a red wave. Who didn't? Please text Donald Trump and tell him he he bragged about a red wave too. Now check this out. Exit polling last night uh, around the country showed that 73% of voters were angry about the direction of the country. All around the country. That is an average from all around the country exit polling. So if we got all around the country exit polling saying we're not happy with the direction of the country Do you really think they went and voted Democrat? You really think that's the case? Again, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to see lawsuits out of Pennsylvania. You're going to see lawsuits everywhere. And the difference between the lawsuits in 2020 and the lawsuits that you're going to see now is that we filed them afterwards, looking back, trying to grab information that we didn't have. So there was no standing. Judges didn't want to touch it because they said, maybe you should have done this before the election was over. We did that this time. We don't even know what Mike Lindell is going to be doing with the information he has. We don't know what Carrie Lake and the people in Arizona and the people in Pennsylvania are going to do with the information they have. What we do know is that they're going to lose the House and that we're going to stop the bleeding. What we do know is that at worst, we will be 50-50 tied in the Senate. Suzanne, it's okay. It's all right. She said you guys are being rude to Jeremy. No, they're not. They're not being rude to me, hon, okay? They're just, they're upset. Everybody has a right to be upset. It's okay. What LFA has always been able to do is, is, is everybody's got emotions and everybody's got opinions. And just because I disagree with Michael or Michael disagrees with me doesn't mean we hate each other. We're, what we do here on this show is we spend an hour, today two hours, actually coming together to get on the same page so that we understand the reality of where we are. 
Because I'll guarantee you, everybody thinks we're in a different place right now. Everybody in this chat, 5,000 people here on Rumble, everybody probably believes that we're in a different place. What we're going to do is we're going to get everybody at least similar on the same page with the information that we're, that we're, uh, that we're getting out there. I want to go and read some updates right now um, because I told you we were going to be doing this in real time today. So let's, let's get into some real time updates right now. Uh, we got 4848 uh, Senate right now. Okay, we've got a um, we've got a Walker Warnock Walker Warnock runoff in December 6th, I believe, because neither of them reached 50 percent. All right. So because neither of them reached 50 percent, we've got a runoff between those two coming in December. Again, this is after Donald Trump is going to say I'm running for president. So if you don't think that that I mean, if we are if we're both at 49 percent and you don't think that Donald Trump actually announcing and then actually him building a team, a real team this time, and not just endorsing, is going to actually um, change, uh, help Warnock? It's not. It's not at all. So that's, that's, that's the hopeful part right there. We also, Johnson won in Wisconsin. Big win there to come back from behind. He won 50.5 to 49.3, uh, 94% in, but Johnson won. That's already been called by numerous people, even though some people are still holding off. Look, they want to hold off as much as they possibly can, right? Of course, we got Blake Masters out there in Arizona right now. And uh, let me just, uh, let me go down here. We, I, I have so many different things pulled up here. Let me go uh, to Senate right now. Oh, by the way, before we go to Senate right now, let's, okay, we're at the House level. Okay, at the House level, folks, we are now 201. Remember, Remember what I said? We were going to be, what, was two, uh, 220 to two, 215? Right now, we are currently called, anyway, at 201 to 183. 201 to 183. And if you go and you look at all the outstanding that's left, which I'm doing right now, you look at how, many, uh, how much is in and look at the outstanding left, I still come with, I still come out with another 19 house seats that we're going to take. I want to show you a picture here. Can I pull this up on the screen? Let me just show you what this looks like, folks. Look at this. Does this look familiar to you? Does this look familiar to you? This is the house right now. This is what the house looks like. And you tell me that the United States of America isn't on the same page. Now, we know that the blue pockets are the cities. We get that. We understand that. But look at that. That looks even better than it did in 2016 and the real, uh, the real results of 2020. Uh, governor's races. Uh, we're ahead there. I mean, with 24 governor races to 22 Democrat races. And, and then we go back to the Senate here. And of course, the Senate right now is 48 to 48. All right. So we're just going to keep our eye on all this stuff. I want to, uh, I'm going to go back here. Give me a second. I'm going to take a drink of coffee. Where are you looking, Jeremy? Well, right now I have real clear politics pulled up. Obviously, I have the AP pulled up, but I think the AP is always a little bit far behind. And I got a few others pulled up that I'll bring in. I really like Real Clear Politics. Um, that's where I usually go first to see is Real Clear Politics. Um, and I'm just scrolling through this right now. So just give me... give me. Uh, it looks like America's coming together. Exactly right. The red wave is just taking time to get here, says Wayne. Uh, same crap they're pull- putting us through. I agree, it is the same crap, but we are in a better position. I'm very happy that Texas and Florida remained red. Exactly. Jeremy, please explain what is a runoff 
How does it work? It's basically just another election. Look, they didn't get to 50%. It's just another election between those two. There's no third party. There's no libertarian involved. It's just those two. So that we get a real head-to-head matchup. So we get a real head-to-head matchup. Bannon is going to blow a gasket. (laughs) Bannon is going to blow a gasket. Well, I'll tell you why. Let me tell you why Bannon is going to blow a gasket. And here's what it is. It isn't so much the outcome of the races, okay? It isn't so much the outcome that we're seeing. The reason why, it's because of the GOP and the RNC. That is why Bannon is blowing a gasket. It's because the GOP and the RNC, if they'd done half of what they were supposed to do, you would have seen exactly what the country said was coming. You would have had these people spending money in these states and getting behind the right candidates. Don Boldick was not a right candidate. I told you that Don Boldick lost the election when I did my rant video about Don Boldick and, and him saying that the election wasn't stolen. I told you he lost the election when he did that. That was, that was it right there for him. He should have never done that. He should have never, ever, ever abandoned his base. Because when you abandon your base, you know what they're going to do? They're going to punish you. They're going to punish you. Now, let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else, too. Do you know who did not show up at the polls? I can tell you around the country. Under 30 years old. Under 30 years old, underperformed more than anybody expected. Yeah, Ron Johnson won. Yes, Tech. Yeah, Ron Johnson won. Yes, he did. Yep. So um, the under 30 crowd, they didn't vote. Why? I expected them to vote even on the Democrat side. It didn't come out. They didn't come out. Why? What's going on there? What do we got to do to go get that under 30 crowd? Why do you think that I have people like Anna Perez and Mike Crispy and Loud Majority on this show? Because they're all 30 and under. That's why. That under 30 crowd is going to be the game changer come 2024. Had the under 30 crowd actually stepped out and showed up, it would have been a very different story, one way or the other. So if we need to, if, you, if you're sitting here today and you're going, okay, what do we do next? All right, well, here, here's, where, here's a nice recap so far of the beginning of this show, okay? Number one, we're in a better place today than we were two days ago. We're going to take the house. We're going to stop the bleeding, and we're going to start investigations. At worst, we stay split in the Senate, 50-50, okay? No different than the other day. However, nothing can pass through the House to pass through the Senate to get to Joe Biden. That means their major agenda is absolutely stopped in its tracks. What else do we know? Well, we know exactly who we have to go after, and that is people like Ronna McDaniel, Elise Stefanik, as much as I know you guys love her, But she's right there in bed with Elise Stefanik and with Steve Scalise and with Kevin McCarthy. These same people that we rhino hunted for for the last two years, including people like flimsy Lindsey Graham. We have to go after them. If we can't get them out in an election, we have to go after their mess. We have to bash their message left and right. We will not be able to win with a Republican Party that does not back MAGA. Going into 2024, they have to back MAGA. That's the only way. It's the only way. So we know we're in a better place. We know that we still have rhino hunting to do. We, and, and, and any rhino that gets in, like say Kevin McCarthy wins, okay? Let's say that Kevin McCarthy becomes the Speaker of the House. We need to hold that man's feet to the fire for the next two years. If we can't get him out in an election, then we have to make sure he does MAGA bidding. How do we do that? Well, we got to come up with strategies. I do not have I do not have an answer for how we make them follow our agenda. 
I will. There's plenty of things working and everybody's figuring it out. But we're all figuring this out in real time. Number three, the under 30 crowd. Who do we go after? The under 30 crowd. We already know the Hispanic uh, vote is already trending towards uh, Republican. Look what they did in Florida. They swept Florida. They turned Miami-Dade. Never thought that was going to happen. Never. Never thought that was going to happen. Hillary Clinton won that by 30 points. That's a 30-point swing in just six years. I never thought Miami-Dade would do that. So we know under 30, that is where we've got to go. Donald Trump, if you're listening, you do not appeal to the under 30 crowd, but there are people that do, and there are MAGA people that do. Madison Cawthorn is one of them. Hire him. Get him out there. Get these younger, strong MAGA Republicans with brains. Get them out there. You've got to capture that under 30 crowd moving forward, okay, because they did not show up. They did not show up. Jeremy, we've been doing that for the last two years, Hall says. Are you talking about going after rhinos? Yeah, we have. And we got a lot of them out. We really did. We got a lot of rhinos out. Donald Trump's endorsement record for MAGA candidates blows away anything that we thought would happen. We got a lot of them out. But just like we couldn't drain the swamp in four years, we got this, this stuff takes time. It takes time. And a lot of people just don't have the patience. I get it. And, so, and like Chrissy just said here, McCarthy's still better than Pelosi. 100% agree. 100% agree. Jeremy, you must have quite the cowboy boot collection with all the BS you're kicking around, says Sonlet2086. Why are you here then, Sonlet? I, I have to ask you that question. I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean at all. Tell me something that's not true that I've said. Tell me something. If you're in the chat talking, Sonlet, and please don't nobody be basher, okay? She's, in a, she's obviously in a place that, that I'm not. Tell me what I've lied about and tell me what I'm wrong about and tell me what I should be saying that I'm not saying. Do you want me to say we lost? Because we didn't. Not by the numbers we didn't. By your expectations we did. So please tell me where I am kicking BS around with my cowboy boot collection. I would love to hear it. Because by your logic, I'm assuming, you're one of those, I'm not going to vote again. I'm not going to vote ever again. I can't do anything. All hope is lost. Tell everybody we lost. Shut down the show and go home. Because if that was the case, if we were there, I'd say, you know what? You're right. I'm shutting down the show. We're going home. Endorsement record last night, Donald Trump, 115 out of 120. There you go. There you go. So again, tell me what bull, I, I have not seen you come back on here and tell me what bull crap I'm kicking around. I'd love to see it. I would love for you to tell me where I'm wrong and you're right. Because I can tell you this, the answer of I'm done, I'm not voting anymore, I can't do this anymore, I'm done, and uh, you're lying and we're just going to sit around. I can tell you what that's going to do, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Same stuff over and over and over again. Jeremy, now I want to send you a pair of cowboy boots. There you go. Send me some cowboy boots. I'll never wear them, but I will show them. I can, I'm not a cowboy boot guy. I don't have, I, I almost have cankles, so it doesn't really work out so well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Charlie Kirk, there you go. A good one to spread to the under 30 crowd. There you go. Arizona just announced 86,000 votes are being inspected for fraud. 
So again, I didn't see I didn't see that anybody come back and uh, tell me what I need to do. To, you know, to not wear these boots. But I'd love to hear it. I really would love to hear it. If I'm wrong, please tell me where I'm wrong and what I need to do and what I need to say to the crowd, uh, to the to the LFA family. Because I, 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 I'm telling them the 100% truth. I'm not going to lie to the LFA family and feed them MSM bullcrap that's going to make them feel like depressed for the rest of the day. They want you to stay tuned to depression, okay? Depression sells, just like sex. We don't do that here. We don't do that here. You'll get elected if you wear them, says Fireman. Hey, there you go. A red tsunami would have made people complacent. Keep relying on God and stay awake. Well, there you go. Jeremy, I really appreciate your positive attitude. I really needed to hear this this morning. It has helped me be able to cope with what happened in PA. Look, I'm not going to say PA doesn't really make me mad. I'll tell you that. PA is an absolute, that's a mess. That, that is something that people should be genuinely mad about. But I'm trying to look at the big picture of did we win or did we lose? The big picture is we win. The big picture is we win. Thank you very much, Race Mom. Okay, uh, before we move on, ladies and gentlemen, so I was supposed to have a guy on uh, from this from, from the COVID tax relief place because, hey, we're trying to get you relief in any way we can. And there's a ton of business owners that are watching the show right now. I was going to have him on today, but I could not get a guest in. Again, I can't even bring Ben in at 12.30 today. So I'm going to try to bring Ben in uh, by phone. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a relief project right here that we're working together. Me and the guy that I was going to bring on today, we were going to sit here and we were going to tell all you business, because a lot of businesses want to do this, but they don't know where, they don't know like the first step. They don't want to do it on their own. They need somebody to, to take their hand and go get their money for them. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, this is a win for the good guys. This is a good guy finally getting a win moment, okay? The CARES Act was passed. It's already passed. It's going on your grandkids' credit and, and, and their wallets. So go right now. If you have a business, if you had a 501c3, if you had a church that was shut down, the government's handing out money like candy, and they've already passed it, and you're entitled to it. So go get what you deserve for your employees. Go get it. They took it from you. They destroyed your business so you couldn't make the money. So now they're going to print it and give it back to you. By the way, if we can print money, why are we paying taxes? If we can just print money, I'd just like to know why we're paying taxes. The question is, if you stayed open during COVID and had a business, or if you've, uh, you can get up to $26,000 per employee, and it's very easy to get it, ladies and gentlemen. Very easy to get it. All you got to do is go to covidtaxrelief.org, and you could, especially if you have 50 employees, think of the money. Think of the money. Think of what you can do with all the money that they took out of your pocket. Think about that. This is, you, this is not a loan, and you could spend the money on whatever you want. You could go spend the money at, on ice cream, like Nancy Pelosi. You could go spend thousands of dollars on ice cream if you wanted to. It wouldn't matter. So please go to covidtaxrelief.org, and if you need any help, try to reach out to me, and we'll try to help you out, okay? That's why I was going to bring on this guy today. He's a good friend. He's a great guy. COVIDtaxrelief.org. We'll see if we can still bring him on so he can walk you guys through this because it's very, very important, okay? Very, very important. I like this right here. Rosebed says, Jeremy, that is why LFA leans on God as supreme final authority. Thank you, Patsy Boatwright, for the, uh, for the donation. Thank you. Thank you, Holly Ann, for the donation. Thank you so very much. It was great that Tim Ryan lost in Ohio. I love that. Thank you, Malum, for the $50. Thank you so much, Kong, for the $50. And thank you, Patsy Boatwright. 
And thank you for the uh, donations last night, too. Uh, you guys donated $1,500 for the LFA uh, crew and, and Frankie for what he did yesterday. $1,500 you guys donated. Thank you. Jeremy, is it true that if the Republicans don't take control of the Senate, then Biden can pack the Supreme Court? No. Because in order to pack the Supreme Court, you'd have to get rid of the filibuster, and you're not going to get rid of the filibuster because there's too many Democrat senators who said you're not getting rid of the filibuster. So it's not that easy. It's not that easy at all. Uh, Paul Pelosi will not be able to go to gay bars. <laughs> Carrie Lake is loved by everyone. Okay, so let's go to Carrie Lake. Um, you know what? Let's go, let's go right into another uh, update here. Let's go to Carrie Lake. Let's go to uh, Arizona governors. Let's see where we are with Arizona governors, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Arizona, I mean, with the governors. And let's go to Arizona and see what's going on there. Uh, Arizona, right now, we've got Hobbs at 50.3% and Kerry Lake at 49.8%. So not even a point, ladies and gentlemen, a half a point. And there's only 69 point, I see some places say 70%. But looks like here, Real Clear Politics has it at 69% reporting. And it looks like Carrie Lake and Katie Hobbs are neck and neck. And again, there is still, and, and, and the last vote dump that came in for Carrie Lake from Maricopa County, I believe it was, it was it either Maricopa, I think it was Maricopa, 70% to 30%. And I believe that was that way in another county as well for Carrie Lake. She said that she's winning. Uh, Ron John, Salty Deb, Ron Johnson already won. He won a while back, but, th- but thank you for, for any updates you guys give. Okay. Jeremy, I love the coverage last night. Had me up till midnight. Didn't want to turn it off. Yeah. Well, I did want to turn it off. I needed to go home. How can Katie oversee her own election? Amen. Well, Carrie says she's going to win. Carrie said, uh, that not only is she going to win, she's going to win two terms there. And, uh, there's going to be a come to Jesus moment for elections there. So right now, Carrie Lake and Katie Hobbs, neck and neck, not even a point between them, and only 69% of the vote coming in. Plenty to come in, ladies and gentlemen. It just updated, and it has not moved. It's still the same. It's still the same. Very disappointed in uh, what happened in Arizona last night, I can tell you that. Now, somebody else who's disappointed, and not that anybody is going to care, not that anybody's going to care, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody said that's over hundred percent. If Arizona wasn't cheating, why are only 70% of the vote in? Amen. Amen. So Carrie Lake may win, but Michigan lost, Pennsylvania lost, New York lost. Not a lot of winning in my book. Well, you're looking at gubernatorial races. You're looking at gubernatorial races, and we still actually won more gubernatorial seats than they did yesterday. I'm looking at, I'm not looking at so much gubernatorial races as far as the United States of America. I'm looking at the Senate and the House because that's actually, you know, law of the land stuff. But yeah, you're 100% right. The gubernatorial wins. I definitely expected Pennsylvania to pull that out. I'd never, look, Lee Zeldin was never a strong candidate. Not at all. Mastriano was a strong candidate. Kerry Lake's a strong candidate. Lee Zeldin was never a strong candidate. He's just a nice guy who happened to win in in the primaries. Never a really strong candidate. You know, he didn't really have that strong MAGA message. And if he didn't, he didn't put any bass in his voice when he did it. Okay. What is Mike Lindell going to do with all the cyber info? I've not heard what he's actually going to do with it. Uh, But he's going to obviously be filing lawsuits for sure. Uh, Another person who's disappointed is Senator Lindsey Graham. Senator Lindsey Graham 
is disappointed that we did not see the predicted red tsunami. Yeah, we all are, Senator Lindsey Graham, but you're the problem. It's funny that Senator Flimsy Lindsey Graham does not see that he is the problem in all of this. You're wishy-washy, flip-flopping, did we lose, did we not lose, did they steal the election, did they not steal the election? Lindsey Graham, you are the problem. Oh, I'm upset, says Lindsey Graham. But then, watch this. Lindsey Graham decides he's going to go, where, do I have this? Let me see if I've got this. Is it right here? I have this pulled up. Give me a second here, folks, to see if we can find this. Lindsey Graham. That it right there? Okay, here it is. Lindsey Graham goes on NBC, says how disappointed he is, but then congratulates the Democrats. Congratulates the Democrats. Check this out, folks. Commercial election denier from that wing of the party. How are you reading these tea leaves? Uh, you, if you run that far behind your governor candidate, you probably made a mistake. So, uh, you know, General Bolduc served his country well, but, you know, Sununu won big. Uh, Bolduc, you know, we, wouldn't talk about what we should have done, I guess. But definitely not a Republican wave, that's for darn sure. I was in charge of Guam, so I want to take credit for that. Oh, there you go. Congratulations. You know, we won Guam, which I thought was big. Yeah, 1993 is last time we were in Guam. We- Guam, I think, you know... I think we're going to be at 51, 52 when it's all said and done in the Senate. Let's talk about the Donald Trump effect. There have been a couple of conversations around this table as as it's become apparent there's not going to be a wave here. And the question of whether his appearances along the way have actually hurt Republicans. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And ends it goes on, you know, congratulating Democrats. Uh, what just just a big, huge loser Lindsey Graham is. Again, he's part of the problem. And he says this. He says about General Don Bolduc, he says, Well, if you're that far behind your governor, then you did something wrong. First of all, we didn't want him aligned with the governor here because the governor here hates Donald Trump. He's a Trump hater. Chris Sununu is a Trump hater, and he's also a loser. However, Donald, Don Bolduc would have won had Don Bolduc stayed on message. And had he stayed on message, Donald Trump would have helped him out a little bit more. But he didn't. He capitulated. He capitulated to Mike Pence and Ronna McDaniel at a breakfast that they did up here in New Hampshire. And the day later, he goes on Fox News and says, I do not believe the election was stolen. After he just ran for the last six months saying the election was stolen. I'm a I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, loser for Lindsey Graham, loser for uh, for uh, Don Bolduc, both of them. I'm so, I, you know what, I wasn't surprised with the Don Bolduc thing. I knew it was going to happen, even though he gave me a statement and said, you know, I got to do what I got to do to win. No, what you had to do to win was have a little bit of integrity. I told you, this election is not about money. This election is about integrity. If you don't have it, you won't win. So both of you, both of you, Don Boldick, Lindsey Graham, you know what? We'll throw Chris Sununu in there as well. How about that? Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Boom, right there in that swamp donkey bucket. We did it, Joe. You guys are dumb. Straight dumb. Lindsey Graham, you are prob- you are prob- part of the problem. You were, the- you were part of the problem. You helped the coup in Ukraine in 2014. You're helping Vladimir Zelensky get more and more money. Hey, I know who the Powerball winner is. It's Vladimir Zelensky, ladies and gentlemen. 
And this Lindsey Graham is part of the problem as to why we panned over power to the Democrats when they stole the election anyway. So I don't want to hear anything from Lindsey Graham and how upset he is. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So RSBN, somebody said, is saying that uh, Katie, uh, Carrie Lake dominated same-day votes. She did. She did. Like I said, all those vote dumps that are coming in that are same-day votes, 73%, I think, were for Carrie Lake. 73%. That continues to uh, go three to one. Carrie Lake wins easily. Jeremy, you are keeping the faith. That's why I watch LFA. We must also keep our faith. They are reporting Katie Hobb at 50.3 and Carrie Lake at 49.7. That's pretty much what I said just a little while ago. Yep. Um, Do you think that President Trump would do better if he'd quit tooting his own horn? No, not at all. Not at all. Rosebud, Jeremy, once again, you called Bullduck. Well, you know what? I told you, ladies and gentlemen, I told you that when you lose your integrity, you lose the race. It's not about money anymore. Uh, do I think Donald Trump needs to stop tooting his own horn? No, I, need to, I think he needs to toot his own horn. I also think he needs something different than he had in 2016. So he better have something up his sleeve. And I'll tell you what that better up his sleeve better be. It better be Ron DeSantis as his running partner. That better be what it is. Because if Donald Trump does not do something big, or Carrie Lake, depending on what happens in her race, somebody big, somebody like that, Donald Trump, I hope he has something up his sleeve. But if we know Trump like we know Trump, he's got something up his sleeve. He's not just going to say, I'm going to run for president. No, he's got something up his sleeve. All right? So no, I don't think Donald Trump needs to start tooting his own horn. I think he needs to completely, completely call out the vaccine, completely call out Fauci. And I think Trump needs to get on the page that we're all on. That's what I believe. If you want to know the God's honest truth, I think Trump needs to say, okay, you know what? I did with the best what I, I, I did the best with what I had during this COVID stuff. I had no idea because they were, they were screwing with me so bad. They, they kept information from me. They hid information from me. I didn't know it was this much of an orchestrated effort just to take me out to release a disease that wasn't even real on the public. The flu got, the flu just hid for a while. COVID came out. And I, I, I want Donald Trump to come out. This is what I think he needs to do. This is what I think he needs to do. You want Donald Trump to really come out with a bang? He needs to say, look, I'm running for president, okay? I got a strong VP here, whoever it is. And by the way, we're coming after you, Tony Fauci. We're coming after you, Dr. Burks. We're coming after all you blue governors who locked down your states on a lie to, to, to commit a coup against a duly elected president right here. We're coming after all of you, and we're going to put everybody in jail who spied on my campaign, and this is not an empty promise. Here's the plan I have. Here's the people that I'm going to put in place to make that happen, and then we vet them the entire time that we're watching President Trump run for president. We, he does that, and it's on like Donkey Kong. He does that, and it's on like Donkey Kong, but that's what he's got to do. He's got to come out and he's got to say, I was wrong on the vaccine. I was wrong for pushing it. I did the best with what I had. I had no idea they were going to do this, but now we're coming after you and we're going to make each and every one of you die and rot in prison. If he does something like that, it is on. That is what the base wants. And the people that he lost to his base, because there are a lot of people who left Donald Trump. Those people he lost, they would come back in droves. If he does that, he's got every bit of energy he needs to kick off a campaign. However, I'm not the one that's running. Obviously, I've just lost a race, so I obviously don't know much about it. Uh, and Trump does. So we'll see what he can do. 
We'll see what he can do. But I believe, if you're asking my personal opinion, I believe that's what he needs to do. Now, uh, let's continue with Trump here because Trump, do you guys remember? I want you to, I want to be honest here. I want you guys to be honest, okay? If you don't remember, that's okay. If you don't remember, that's okay. Do you remember when I said that word behind the scenes is that Rick Scott was being prepped to be the new leader of the Republican Party in the Senate? How many people remember that? While you wait for this to catch up, I will, uh, I will drink some Field of Greens. And by the way, yes, Marjorie Taylor Greene won handily. Lauren Boebert lost. We're going to get to her. We're going to get to her. I'm going to get to these states, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just, I'm, I have a two-hour show with you today. Mike Crispy's not here today. So I want to make sure that we actually chat while we're doing the news, okay? I have two hours to spend with you. So it's nice to actually spend it with you. Sorry if we can't win a midterm. We will lose with Daddy T, says K. Wick. Nice to, I, I like to see this coming in. Why is audio stalling? I'm not sure. Newsmax reported that DNC wanted Fetterman to drop out, but he said his wife would be behind his operation. Okay. I do, Jeremy. You remember that? Okay. Now you guys are starting to come in. You remember when I said Rick Scott and everybody was like, Rick Scott, what are you talking about? Well, hold on here a second. Field of Greens. I need my energy today. Here we go. Trump last night throws a haymaker at the Republican Party and the leadership there in the Senate, and he calls on the GOP to replace Mitch McConnell with Rick Scott. President Trump pushes Florida Senator Rick Scott to the lead for the, to be the GOP Senate over a leader over Mitch McConnell. Ladies and gentlemen, in an interview on Blaze TV, Trump focused much of his time making his case for Rick Scott overlauding his preferred candidates who would, who would, including Florida GOP Senator Marco Rubio, who posted an early re-election win. Mitch McConnell earlier this year complained about quality of GOP candidates this election cycle, though didn't specifically mention any backed by Trump or others. Yeah, the quality is because there was too many MAGA candidates. That's why. All right? Um, I think Rick is very good, said Trump. I think he's highly underrated. He's a smart guy who works hard, and he was a great governor for Florida. President Donald Trump referred to Mitch McConnell as a strange guy and regretted backing him in the past, said, I made a mistake when I endorsed him. Kentucky likes me a lot. They don't like him a lot. In addition, McConnell and Scott have been at odds in recent months, largely over Scott's policy paper about his vision for the future of the GOP. I'm not a a fan of McConnell. And I am a fan of Rick Scott. Trump answered when asked by Glenn Beck whether he should endorse Scott over McConnell. And you have others out there who would be very, uh, who would be very good. The problem is because of McConnell's position, he's able to raise a lot of money. He gives money to a lot of senators, and they end up backing him. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. There you go right there. Then, when asked about some candidates, he endorsed uh, former president praised uh, Arizona GOP candidate uh, Carrie Lake for her presence and demeanor. Says she has a lot of sophistication. So, ladies and gentlemen, remember this. Remember this. Yes, Ken Paxton won as well. In loss, there are in defeats, there are wins. There are wins in every defeat. So let's just say, let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, that Carrie Lake does not pull this out. And then Carrie Lake goes and she is she becomes Donald Trump's vice president pick. How incredibly strong would that be as a ticket? Okay? Now, everybody says, if they're cheating here, 
How do we expect that they're not going to cheat and we're, and we're actually going to be able to pull a win in a presidential election? Because we've got two more years. We've got two more grueling years to make sure we whip this shape into party. That's how. That's how. And ladies and gentlemen, if we walk away from a house, if we walk away with a House and Senate win, but it wasn't to your expectation as it isn't to mine, but say we walk away from this with the House and Senate, because we could still get 51, 52 senators. If we walk away, will you be happy with that? Let me ask you that. Let me ask you that question. If we do not win the House and the Senate by the expectation that we had, but we still win, are you going to be happy with that? Yes or no? Let me see that in the comment section. Please comment, post, repost, and rumble. I'm, I'm really shocked to see we only have 1,500 rumbles, but we've had a steady 5,000. That's, that's crazy. Carrie said she's not running for VP. She only said she's not running for VP if she won governor, Shelly. Okay? Shellen. She said that only if she wins governor. I'm saying if she were to lose. Pennsylvania is fraud all over. Yeah, Pennsylvania is definitely fraud all over. A defeat is a defeat. Please do not mince words, Jeremy. The machines must go. I agree. Never said they shouldn't. Never said they shouldn't. All right, so here's the answer to my question. Do you, would you be happy if we won the Senate and the House, even though it's not by what, you, uh, what your expectations were? Everybody says, yes, I'll be happy. I'm not seeing one person. Oh, W. Wilson said I'd be satisfied, not happy. Yes, a win is a win. Yes, very much. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. I'll take what I can get. I want God to win. That's the best answer I've seen so far. We need to close the border in Arizona. We need Carrie to win. Amen. Angel says no. Angel said no. She would not be happy if we won the Senate in the House, but it wasn't up to her expectations. That's first one. Hey, at least she's true and honest. That's what I love about this crowd. A win is a win. So 99.9% of you said you'd be happy. Well, that's still an option. We still have that option. That still might happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'd be happy, but not completely satisfied. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. And it still might happen. We still might take the Senate. That's the great thing about all of this. Fraud in California. Yeah, we definitely there. But we flipped a lot of seats in California. Somebody said Ken Paxton won. Who said he lost? No, Ken Paxton won. Ken Paxton won. Lauren Boebert, somebody said they haven't called it yet. Trust me, Lauren is not going to win that race as far as what I can see anyway. That would be awesome to have Trump and Kerry. I agree. I agree. But again, we got to see what happens. I wanted a blowout, says DeClues. I wanted the Dems to cry their, their little eyes out. Well, so did I. So did I. Kalia says, God already won. We need to keep our faith and quit flip-flopping. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going we're gonna to keep moving here. We've got 4,900, almost 5,000 people. Wow. Can we break 5,000 on a day show? Can we do that? Can you guys help out real quick? That would be truly remarkable. I'd, I'd love that. All right, let's move on. Let's go, to, um, let's go to Arizona real quick here. So, folks, here's the thing with Arizona. We don't – the thing with Arizona is they want us to believe that there's a clean sweep in Arizona like there was in the midterms, uh, I mean, in the, uh, the, the primary when we had all the Trump endorsement, uh, Trump endorsed candidates winning. But here's the thing, folks. Abe Hamada is not even a point away from attorney general uh, for, for the win for the attorney general from, uh, behind Mays. He's within a point. Kerry Lake is within a point. 
Blake Masters looks like he's about four points down. But again, only 69% of the vote counted. We've got how many hundred? I mean, what does that even represent? That's got to represent over 100,000 votes, right? Easily. Easily. It's got to represent hundreds of thousands of votes. And Carrie Lake is still saying, we're going to win this. Carrie Lake is still saying we're going to win this. Now, here's the thing. I'm all about gubernatorial races. I wanted Doug Mastriano to pull it out, and I think he did. But we're going to see what it, we're going to see in the following days what lawsuits happen there, okay? Um, but out of all the gubernatorial races, I really only cared about Arizona. Sean says not happy. Nope, not happy. Sean EW. It shows where this country is. Still too many rhinos out there. I agree. I agree. But again, ladies and gentlemen, you've got somebody, a, a woman of God saying, we're going to win this race still. And I don't believe Carrie Lake is just saying that to say it. Now, as far as Mark Fincham goes, he's about three points behind Adrian Fontes right now. And everybody knows Adrian Fontes is such a loser. Such a loser. He was tied up in the whole Maricopa County Board of Supervisors stuff. Right? I would accept Carrie Lake as VP. Is no one doing anything about the non-president? Are we just going to let him finish his term? What happened to the investigations? Hey, that, again, that you and I can't do much about that. You and I can do what you and I can do. And I believe you uh, and I and many others not only did everything we could do, we did things we didn't even know were possible over the last two years. A lot of this relies on the leadership of the RNC and the GOP. That's why we need to get these people out of there. That's why we've got to get them out of there. I mean, look at Michigan um, with Whitmer and, uh, and uh, um, Tudor Dixon. Tudor Dixon is still not conceded. I don't believe Oz is conceded either. He may have by now. I'm not sure. About 900,000 votes still to go in Arizona, according to Mark Fincham. Well, there you go. And if we're winning 70 to 30 and there's a million votes out there and we're within one point, we're taking that win, folks. We're taking that win. I'm with, I'm with Kerry Lake on that one. I've been wrong before. I said that President Trump wouldn't leave office. Look what happened. I said that Mike Pence would come through. Look what happened. But I can only call it how I see it. And when we're wrong, we're wrong. But we're not wrong because of reality. We're wrong because of cheating, if that's the case. Yes, we cannot quit because the midterms are not, they're not even over. Exactly, Texas. They're not, they're not over. If Kerry Lakes wins, I will be so happy. Oz has conceded. Did someone say that? Oz is a coward. He did concede. Okay, well, there you go. Oz did concede. I didn't even see his concession speech. Dixon conceded too. Is that the case now? Are we there? Did that happen this morning? Because as far as this morning, before I started the show anyway, Dixon had not conceded yet. Tudor did concede. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. That must have happened this morning. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. No one conceded fight no one conceded fight for it. Oz did concede early, almost looked like he didn't want it. Now we're going to talk about Odd. Carrie Lake is huge for the country. 700,000 votes or more left in Arizona. Well, Mark Fincham says 900,000 left. Um Oz did concede Tudor Dixon concedes Michigan governor race. Wow. And there you go. Do you think that Garrett Saldano would have conceded? You think that you've got all this going on in Detroit, you've got all this stuff going on in Michigan, uh, and, and, and you concede? 
And this person that Lauren Boebert uh, loses to, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this guy was caught, or this slime bag was caught having an affair inside a storage locker. Lauren Boebert is losing to Adam Frisch in rural Colorado by 1%, less than 5,000 votes. So I guess there's still hope there. Colorado congressional candidate Adam Frisch was caught having sex in a storage locker with a woman he was having an affair with. He was later blackmailed and sold his vote to a business owner. But yet Lauren Boebert is losing there. I'm going to go to this real clear here on, uh, if we can here. Dixon should not have conceded. I agree 100%. 100%. Carrie Lake, no, she won't. Definitely won't concede. No way. Dixon conceded. Uh, uh, Just unbelievable. What an absolute... And again, ladies and gentlemen, like, I like Tudor Dixon. I do as a person. I like her. I think she's a good person. I think she's a great mom. I really do. But son of a gun, how are you going to go in there after not having a ground fight, after not having a base, you have the GOP push you to the lead, and then you lose, and then you concede? No guts. No guts. Garrett Saldano texted me this morning. Let me see. Let's get him on the phone. Let's call him. Hold on, folks. I'm going to call Garrett Saldano. Let's call him right now. See if he'll answer. Real time here. Turn this up. At the tone, please record your message. We'll leave him when a message. Recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, Garrett, it's Jeremy here, live from America. I actually have you live on air. I wanted to call you, and, and you know, we, we were just talking about you and how you never would have conceded like Tudor did. Uh, if you get this message, call me back, and we'll try to bring you on the show. I'm doing a two-hour today, so I'll be on till noon, okay? God bless, brother. <clears throat> All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. I do not believe, I, I 100% do not believe that Garrett Saldano would have, would have conceded uh, having a race that close with all of the stuff, with all of the fraud that happened in Michigan. Uh, right now, folks, we've gained another House seat. We've gained another House seat. We only need 18 more now to get to 220. We only need 16 more to take majority. We gained another House seat. We are now sitting real time at 202 to 187. 202 to 187, ladies and gentlemen. We're taking that house. I'm telling you, don't look at this as a loss. We're still tied, obviously, in the Senate race. Uh, Rick Grinnell is reported to say that being on the ground there, that Carrie Lake, Abe Hamada, and Blake Masters are going to pull this out. Now, I don't know about, uh, I don't know about, hold on. We got him calling back here. Oh, yep, he called back. Hold on, let me call him back. What's going on, brother? Hey, Garrett, I got you on, uh, on speakerphone with about uh, 6,000 altogether LFA family members. And uh, if that's okay, are you cool to talk for a minute? I'm totally fine, brother. All right, so here we are. We're talking about what's going on, and Tudor Dixon conceded. Absolutely disappointed. The exact reason 
why we needed somebody like you, somebody that was strong that would have not conceded. Now, I, I, I'm not saying that... Uh, I'm not saying in any way that Tudor Dixon's a bad person. I don't believe you believe that at all. But I did want to call and, and ask you your thoughts on this. Well, I think the biggest thing what we're seeing, not only in the state of Michigan, but through throughout the, the country right now, is the narrative that they push. Now, in the state of Michigan, we've always said from the very beginning that we need somebody in there to fundraise. And Governor Whitmer, I don't know what she eventually had, but it was like $37 million or so in the war chest to Tudor's $2 million. Um, and with that $37 million, that was just her personal war chest, I think. And the tens of millions of PAC money that she got outside the country, the Hollywood elite, Soros, and everything else, that's a big lie that you can push. And I really feel that they were very effective in pushing that lie everywhere um, because the three things that they really pushed in Michigan were abortion, um, obviously the radical right extremist narrative that they kept calling us, the election deniers, along with the unity message that they really pushed out there with democracy is on the ballot. And what that did in the state of Michigan, in my humble opinion, is it really brought that middle. Um, and these are the folks that aren't awakened. They just go to work and they don't care about politics and they politics and they just come home and they vote for what they see on TV. And when you have over $30 million being pushed on a narrative, which we all learned, Jeremy, that you tell a lie long enough, people start to believe that it's true. And I really believe that's what gave them the edge. And unfortunately, in Michigan, we lost a lot. I think we just lost control of the, uh, the House and the State Senate, um, which hasn't been done in over 40 years. But here's what I want to tell everybody that's listening right now and watching is. Hold on, Garrett. Hold on, Garrett. Hold on. Can you speak up just a little bit uh, just so everybody can hear that? I, I know you're about ready to say something important. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing, what I want to let everyone know right now is it's the local elections. And I said this from the very beginning, the power comes locally. We all know that and we believe that. We're going to get to the state and the federal level here in the future. But where we won was these local communities, city commissioners, state, um, or excuse me, um, school board members. My whole phone blew up this morning from supporters throughout the state of Michigan who kept saying the same thing. Garrett, I ran because you. I ran because of our movement. We won. Okay, so we're starting to take back what the Democrats and the progressive left have done to us in decades now people all have this instant gratification we're hardwired for society with this but we have to understand and realize that this is going to take time what we've done over the last two and a half years is awaken what i feel is america's greatest asset that is the people and now we've we've prepared the soil we planted some seeds over the last four, 24 hours now we have to nurture those seeds and we all want that thing to germinate we all want that harvest overnight that's just not how it works so we have to nurture that seed we need to fertilize it we need to water it we need to have faith. Faith is the big thing. And one day, that little seed's going to germinate. We can't harvest yet, but we still have to nurture it. We still have to take care of it. And over time, that's when we'll have a harvest. And that's what my eyes are right now is in 2024. How can we get back our country? Well, and, and you know something, Garrett? Uh, I've said this for a long time. Uh, had you been uh, the guy that uh, Trump got behind and had he come and done a couple uh, rallies with you and, and went to a couple stops with you, I think you would have cleaned house there. Again, it's not money that buys elections anymore. It's grassroots loyalty and, and integrity. And it's at least, it, at least it's good that we know that going into the future. I hope that you're going to continue to stay active there, my friend. Um, uh, I'm going to let you go. But if there's anything you'd like to say to your fans that are listening from all over the country and from, uh, and from Michigan, uh, before I let you go, my friend. 
appreciate the time, brother, as always. But here I'm here to tell people, look, you know, it's I, this is what we've learned over the past three years, is you never know what small act that you may say or do that may literally change the lives of millions tomorrow. My role in this over the next couple of years is I am going to continue to build this grassroots army. We're going to continue to activate and motivate Michigan's greatest asset and America's greatest asset, and that's the people to stay involved, stay activated, stay inspired. And we're certainly motivated, but we can't t- pick our ball up and go home right now. We have to continue to be involved. We have to continue to take back lost ground. We're no longer holding the line, folks. We're taking back this lost ground. And we continue to do this. We are going to get back our republic, and we're going to get our country back here in 2024. Well, I mean, that's just logic, right? I mean, it's, it's like anything else. You'll get out what you put in. Look at what we've done in two years. It's not what everybody exactly wanted, but look what we've done. We've done, well, like I said, we are in a better position than we were two days ago. We're in a far better position than we were two years ago. And think of two years from now, you know, so that's the way I look at it. Uh, Garrett, God bless you, brother. I'll keep in contact with you and uh, reach out if you need anything, all right? You got it, brother. God bless you all, too. All right, God bless you, man. See you later. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, Garrett Saldano. Now, look, again, I'm not saying uh, anything bad about Tudor, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Tudor did not have the ground game. She did not have the grassroots base that Garrett Saldano did. And when she came in and Trump endorsed her, he endorsed her for whatever reason he endorsed her. I'm sure it was good reasons, but guess what? They, she was looked at. at she, and I'm not saying that she that people didn't vote for her because of it, but she was looked at as an establishment candidate. She did not connect with voters the same way that Garrett did or that uh, uh, Ryan Kelly did. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying, again, I, I, this is not shots thrown at Tudor at all. I'm just saying this new way of elections, is, it, it's different than what people think. It looks like now we're at 204. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at 204 in the House of Representatives. 204 in the House of Representatives. What does that mean? Well, folks, that means we're 14 away from taking the House. 14 away from taking the House. Somebody's asking, where did I see that Tudor conceded? I saw it in here, in the chat. Like I said, I didn't see that before I started the show. I didn't see that before I started the show. We now have 49 in the Senate. We now have 49 in the Senate, and we have 204 in the house. Folks, if that is not good news, that's, you know what? You know what? Anytime that I get a little celebration, I'm going to play it. Let's play it again. Come on. Celebrate good times, ladies and gentlemen. Check that out. There we go. 204 in the house, 49 in the Senate. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. At the very least, we just need one more in the Senate. That'll keep us a tie. I'll take it for right now, okay? Because you still need, you know, 60 votes in order to do something drastic, all right? Somebody said they looked it up. She did. Okay. See, again, I didn't see that. Uh, we're going to go to Alaska. Trust me, folks. I Look it. I got papers and papers here. I knew I was going to have to go two hours today. We are going to go to Alaska, and I'm sorry we haven't been there yet. We are going to go to Alaska. But before we do that, coming off that good news... That we just got. With it. Yeah. And by the way, these this is not blue numbers going up. These are red numbers going up today. Red numbers going up today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so very excited. Lake is gaining and expected to win. We've known that. I've known that since this morning. Keep praying hard. You know what? Before we go to a sponsor, let's pray. Let's do that right now. Let's do that right now. Here we go. Our Father in heaven... Lord, we know that you are in control, and you also know the desires of our heart. 
And it is said that you answer each and every prayer instantly when asked with full trust in the Lord in our hearts. Lord, we know you've heard our prayers and we know you've answered them. Please show us where you answered them, Lord. Please relieve the stress and the anxiety of the people watching. And Lord, we know that the true way to relieve our stress and anxiety is just to trust in you. Maybe that's what we need to learn right now. Lord, we ask that you help us understand. Help the entire LFA family and anybody who's come in and watched this show today. Help them understand how to relax, how to look to you, how to turn to you in these times. And never be negative, but always be positive. Positivity breeds success. Positivity breeds achievement. And positivity breeds love for you, Lord. We just ask that you relieve this anxiety. Show us, how you, show us, Lord, how you answered our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We pray up in this, babe. We pray here, ladies and gentlemen. We pray. And if you don't like it, all you got to do, ladies and gentlemen, all you got to do is mute it at that point. But we pray. You can't beat God. As a matter of fact, let's give away some stuff, too. Before we give away some stuff, hold on. Arizona has Carrie's name on it. Woo! It's coming, baby. It's coming. Anyway, before we give some stuff away, I want to get some spirits up today. Let's do that. Let's get some spirits up today. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about our field of greens. Let me tell you, there's some field of greens getting, uh, getting drank today. Let me tell you. I need all the natural energy that I can get. I also got CBD. I got greens. I got it all, and I got God. I got CBD, I got greens, and I got God. Share and rumble the video, okay? I don't even believe we're over 2,000 videos, uh, 2,000 rumbles yet. We definitely need 2,000 rumbles. Ladies and gentlemen, Field of Greens, Field of Greens, Field of Greens. It is my favorite sponsor. It's our longest sponsor that we've had. They love you guys. Why do they love you? Because you buy Field of Greens, or else they wouldn't love you. But they're also willing to shell out a little bit of money every month to fill in that gap where we can't have donations coming in. That's why I really love them. They really love you, but I really love them because they changed my life. Field of Greens will be a part of my life until I no longer can buy or they don't make Field of Greens. My favorite kind is the wild berry, but as you can see, there's four kinds there. The kind on the right, all the way to the right, is a raw uh, kind. That means no organic stevia whatsoever, ladies and gentlemen. Field of Greens is packed with every bit of daily vegetable and fruit that God intended you to have in the Garden of Eden. Please, ladies and gentlemen, let me know if you are drinking your field of greens today. So many people have had so many positive reactions to field of greens, very similar to my own, and it cleans you out. But here's the best thing. It goes right away to your, to your lymph node system. That is the first place that it goes. It cleans out your lymph node system. How many people have had family members die of lymph, uh, lymph node cancer? lymphoma okay think about that ladies and gentlemen cleans you out you don't need an enema you just need field of greens go to fieldofgreens.com promo code lfa and get on the same level we all are here on lfa all right um i want to give away some stuff i really do i want to give away i'm just gonna pick you know what i'm gonna pick uh eli how are we gonna do this we don't have anybody written down we have no hat I want to give away some Armor of God stuff. I want to give away Armor of God um, hats today. Just want to rack off some numbers, some names real quick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up. If you guys want to win, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys want to win an Armor of God hat right now, 
say, I want to win. Me, 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 me. And I'm just going to ram- or I'm just gonna ramble out n- names and we're going to pick them out of hat here in a little bit. How about that? Here we go. Bad Moon. Put them in. Bad Moon, uh, Eli. We got 1,820 rumbles. That's great. All right, who else we got? Christy Castillo. Definitely Christy Castillo. Lori V75. How about that? Race Mom. There we go. Race Mom wants in. Nolan Wallace. Let's put him in there. Miranda Dolan. Joe Bo. Hey, you know what? Put Joe Bo in two times. Because I, I, I think that man needs to smile. We're going to make Joe Bo smile if we can. Rangers 1250 or 21250. I'm sorry. Rangers 21250. VI Workman. Kel Mar, M A U R. Denise 9904. Michelle Groff. Tom. 1964, and Cindy Lou Who. We'll do more names in a minute, guys. We'll do more names in a minute, okay? Eli, you should go to the chat right there, and you should see all the people that say I want to win and scroll back and just keep racking off names, okay? Rack off like 10 or 20 names, cut them all up, put them in a hat for me, please, Eli. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, Eli Ellis, I just got to tell you, what a great producer we have here. We've got producers for different things here, but here in this studio... Eli Ellis, he does all the post-production. He does all the marketing. He does all the advertising. He does all the short clips. He does all the stuff like this. He gets me coffee. He gets my Lights Camera Coffee. By the way, if you want to know where that come from, it came from Lights Camera Coffee because he, he, he turns all that stuff on. He, he handles all that. So, ladies and gentlemen, he's writing those down in the chat. Eli, just kind of keep an eye on those. We're going to give away some hats. That's what I want to do. I want to give. I want to lift some spirits here. I want to lift some spirits here. That's what I want to do. Armor of God hats. And maybe T-shirts. I don't know. I don't know how much we've got of everything. i got to ask Sabrina. Sabrina's probably watching somewhere going, you son of a gun. You son of a gun. You don't even know the inventory, Jeremy. Shut up. Yes, Ron Johnson won. Amen. Hey, uh, while we're doing that, I want to go and see some uh, live updates. Again, this is a two-hour special today. If you're just joining in, ladies and gentlemen, this is a two-hour LFA special. If you're just jumping in, please like and share Please rumble. If you don't know what like means or rumble, it's the same thing. Look at all those people that say they want to win. Thousands of people. We can't give away thousands of hats. I can tell you that. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's great. Look at this. Look at We're, we're shaping up real good. I want to go to Arizona here. Um, give me a second here. I got sw- to gotta, gotta go through some... I got to go through some screens here. So, so bear with me here, guys. So we're just still sitting right there. There's not much I can say outside of that right now. We're kind of just sitting right there. Um, I want to go to Alaska real quick here because ranked choice voting, ranked choice voting actually was the thing to beat there. It wasn't a candidate. It was ranked choice voting. And thanks to the GOP voting for ranked choice voting, Sarah Palin has the second election in one year taken from her, ladies and gentlemen. So here's the worst part. I'll tell you my thoughts on Dr. Oz in the end because that's going to kind of tick me off and I don't want to get mad halfway through the show, okay? But here's, what, uh, here's, here's the thing about Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin won that first race, that special election. She won that and she got screwed over by ranked choice voting, okay? Um, 
This is Ben Berkwam. She got screwed over by ranked choice voting, okay, the first time. And she just got screwed over again by ranked choice voting again. Sarah Palin deserves a special medal of honor for her attempts to make America great again. The former governor of Alaska offered to help the helpless John McCain for his run in president. She was hammered the entire time for that. Okay, and in his past year, Palin ran for office again, this time for U.S. representative from Alaska. She ended up losing the election after the GOP there had more votes due to the GOP pushing through ranked choice voting in that state. Last night, Sarah Palin had her election taken again from her after the GOP had more votes but two candidates. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Sarah Palin got screwed again, and she got beat bad, folks. 47 to 26%. 47 to 26%. Let this be a lesson for you in each one of these states, okay? Let this be a lesson for you. Do not allow your legislature in your state Do not allow your legislature in your state to do ranked choice voting. It's bad news bears. Look, I'm calling Ben Berkwam, okay? I'm going to try to turn up the the volume so you can hear him. Again, this is not the way I wanted to do this today. Ben, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, so Ben, uh, I don't know. I, I, I had to do an update before my show today. You are live right now on speakerphone. Something happened. I couldn't get an invite link out, so I actually have to do this the ghetto way and bring you in by speakerphone, but you are on. I will just ask that you speak up a little bit if you can. Uh, are you still on the ground out in Arizona? Is that where you are? Yep. Uh, I will be here at least uh, through tomorrow. So okay. I, I'm on the, yep, I am on the ground here. Okay, so we saw what happened last night. You got you 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 found cheating going on everywhere. You called it out. You videotaped it. The lady said she was going to call the cops on you. You said go ahead because fraud is illegal too. How much more of the cheating did you see last night? Because I know it went on all night. So I just want you to kind of run down the ways they did it, how they did it. But to me, it looked like they were trying to discourage the show up. The same day voters, they looked to me like they were trying to send them home because they couldn't beat them. Yeah, 100%. Now, that, you know, they'll say it was uh, you know, uh, innocent error, uh, malfunction, whatever. You can't be that incompetent. You can't be. It, it, it clearly, to me, was there was malice involved with it. And I think for the, again, we don't have the evidence of that, but just my gut instinct on this thing, they know Kerry Lake, Republican, MAGA voters are showing up Election Day uh, because we don't trust the vote by mail. And they wanted to, to, to have an if, impact on that. And, and I think a couple things. What I saw, I saw dozens of people walk away. Republican Trump voters say, the heck with this. I got to get back to work. I can't wait another two hours. People that had waited in line two hours had put their ballots in multiple times. Uh, a few things happened, just to give you some context and details, uh, if, if you didn't see the videos yesterday. The printers... So this is this is how stupid and, 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 and inept these people are. Again, Katie Hobbs, who thinks she's going to be the next governor of Arizona, which she's not. Carrie's going to win, but thought she was going to be. Wait, hold on, hold on, stop right there, Ben. What'd you say? Carrie's going to win? Oh yeah, Carrie's going to win. Okay, no question about let's it. come back to that. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. So this woman who thinks she's going to be the next governor of Arizona uh, can't even run. I I think she spent so much time running away from Carrie during the election that she forgot she had a job to do yesterday. It's just, it's absolutely incredible. I, again, I went to multiple different polling locations. 
I saw dozens of people just simply get out of line. Again, I think that was by design, just to just to uh, get them to to wait them out. And, and I, you know, that woman who chased me out, saying threatening to arrest me. I was inside. I, I had to use the restroom, and I heard these people saying, "What do you mean I have to wait here two hours for the printer to work?" This is how stupid it was. They actually had ballots that were pre-designated for certain elect uh, people in certain printers. And they couldn't redirect those people to the other printer. So they were telling them, well, sorry, we can't – we have to wait to get this one specific printer fixed in order for you to be able to vote. I, it's just it's, – it's madness. And, and so as I was hearing this, I was like, wait, what, what's going on? That's when I confronted the lady. I wasn't filming inside. There's a law about not filming. You should be able to, by the way, because of course what we saw happen yesterday is unbelievable. You should be able to film everywhere just to expose the fraud. And, and that was what led to that uh, that inter- interaction. And then I had multiple people come out. You saw the other video where a woman came out. She had two spoiled ballots and then was told after two hours in one polling place, well, it, I guess it's not going to work here. You, you might want to go find another polling place. I mean, you talk about discouraging voters. Many of these people, Republicans work for a living. And so when you're talking about waiting two hours, I mean, but we're committed. And so you got people out there that are like, all right, I'll wait for two hours. If you've got two hours – and then you're told, well, sorry, it didn't work twice, but if you go over to this other place, it might work over there. I, it's just, I mean, it clearly was designed to push people away. So I don't know in the end, in the end of all of it, how many were talking uh, votes that were that that weren't counted, uh, disenfranchised Republican votes. But I, I believe it was in the thousands. I don't know if it's tens of thousands, but it was in the thousands. And and clearly, all of that burden rests on Katie Hobbs and uh, Steve Richards uh, of. Uh, maricopa county i mean it's just unacceptable but clearly by design so ben you were there all night last night obviously carrie is you know carrie is she's she's a trump she's a desantis right she's a fighter she knew what was going down she called even last night when she stopped we're gonna win this race and not only this race but we're gonna win the next race too and we're gonna be your governor for eight years and you're gonna have to deal with it you're gonna have a come to jesus moment what yep. makes you so sure? And I'm I'm the same way, but I, but you're on for you know you're on for about six thousand people right now. What makes you so sure on the ground with Carrie Lake there in Arizona that she's going to pull this out? Well, uh, just the numbers. I mean, we've got and and this is a crazy thing too. We've got somewhere between five hundred and eight hundred thousand ballots still to be counted. Uh, when you go to the Secretary of State's website, it says ninety ninety nine percent of precincts reporting. Well, that, that's a totally misleading number because the actual ballots counted are still only around 66%. And what we, the craziest part is we still don't even know how many ballots, the total number of raw ballots still yet to be counted. Again, somewhere around 500 to 800,000 uh, is, a, is a conservative estimate. Out of those, so far since the, the early voting all went to Katie Hobbs and all went to the Democrats, we knew that was going to happen. Uh, since that time... Uh, Kerry went from 180,000 points down or votes down to she's right around 11,000 votes down now. Again, we're talking uh, uh, the most conservative number, 500,000 votes still to count, and she's winning 70% of those those votes that are coming in. Now, there's a few of those categories. Some of those they call emergency votes. Some of those were same-day votes that got into this box three. Some of those were same-day votes that were dropped off ballots. Uh, all in all, she I, I think uh, if you – took the most conservative number possible and said she, Carrie Lake's going to win 60% of that, uh, she still crushes Katie Hobbs. So, the question comes, well, No, I was just going to say, you said even if she won 60%, what would she have to win? What percentage would she have to win at the very least? 
Uh, well, 11,000 out of 500,000 is 3%. So she would have to, uh, it would have to be a 3% margin roughly. And my math, I'm not, I'm not calculating it So, right So even if she got, even if she, even if she didn't have 70% of the vote, even if she got, you know, 3% like more, 53%, yeah, 52%, 52%, 52%, something like that. She yeah. would still win. And right now, from what I understand, if you, if you take Cochise County, and you take in uh, that came in, and you take in uh, the ballots that are that have came the last dump that came in. I believe across the board she was over seventy percent. Am I wrong, or am I right with that? Yeah, across the board she was around seventy percent. Some some areas she was seventy five plus. Some she was seventy. And actually, no, I take that back. Eleven percent. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like two point one percent margin that she has to win by in order to win. Carrie Lake's winning. I mean, outside of like some some Michigan style, Pennsylvania style vote dumps, total fraud uh, that they won't be able to get away with this time. Carrie Lake is going to, cr- in the end, I think it's going to probably be at least a five-point victory for Carrie, maybe more. Uh, the question really, com- and, and Abe Hamaday, actually Abe's winning, he's only down by 3,000 votes. Yeah, I know. So Abe actually got more, uh, he got the most votes out of any of the, the, the four-legged stool between Carrie, Abe, Blake, and Mark. The weird part, and this is the kind of the anomaly that I don't have an answer for, and the races that are that are still kind of nail biters are uh, Mark and and Blake's. And really, Mark to me is the most critical. Obviously, Blake for the balance of power in the Senate is really important. But Mark for changing the elections going forward. His opponent was a cartel supporting attorney. This guy, if he ends up being the Secretary of State for Arizona, the elections are are gone. I mean, this guy is is in bed with the cartels. Not not even figuratively. This guy works for the cartel are you talking about adrian fontes fontes yes yeah he's uh, a loser mark, mark has to win this and and his margins are a little higher he's about seventy thousand votes down eighty thousand votes down again you're talking five hundred thousand votes uh i'm not I, I, i'm not doing the math right now but he needs somewhere around that 70 percent or 50 60 percent 60 40 percent so it's about a 20 point swing um he said i think the last time i talked to him he said he needed 55 percent Again, that's if you're taking that's the conservative number. So you need somewhere right. between 20, 15 to twenty percent uh, margin going forward to win. And I, but I, I still think Mark's going to win. I think because Kerry brought so many data voters out, I think that's going to carry Mark. Uh, the Blake has a little, little bit more he has to climb to get there because that the uh, uh, Libertarian was still on the ballot I know. And, and pulled several thousand vote, votes, which is an unfortunate. But I think I even think Blake can get there. So I th- there's still a good chance that they can all get there. The weird anomaly, though, is if you look at Maricopa, if you if you go down county by county, it's directly correlated. Uh, the percentage that Kerry won the vote. So in in one county, you know, Kerry gets six thousand votes. Uh, uh, Katie got uh, gets you know two thousand votes. And you go down the line, in in all of those counties, Blake would have got six thousand, uh, and and his opponent would have got. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Kelly would have got two thousand. They're all they all basically line up until you get to Maricopa County, and then somehow we're led to believe that in Maricopa County only, people voted for Kerry Lake and Abe Hamaday, and then they voted against Blake Masters and Mark Fincham, which is just it doesn't happen. And so it's uh, to the tune of seventy thousand. Yeah. Seventy thousand people voted for Kerry and. Abe, but against Mark and against Blake. So there's something fishy going on there that we got to get to the bottom of. Uh, but again, this this state and so many of these Democrat-run elections states, there's so much fraud 
that it's just I mean Pima County all of these places they have incorporated fraud into their DNA the, the but the moral of the story is we can outvote the fraud and I think that's what we're going to see here when all the votes when all the legal votes not what Katie Hobbs says not all votes count equally only legal votes count equally when all of the legal votes are counted uh, there the, the, you're going to see a red wave in the deserts of Arizona so Ben uh, I got to ask you um, every, we all had expectations that didn't get met, everybody, in every state, right? Yep. It just is what it is. We have expectations that, that were not met. Part of that reason is because of our own GOP and our own RNC yep. and how incredibly yep. worthless they are. But what I have been telling people, now you tell me if I'm wrong or right. This is real time, ladies and gentlemen. I did not talk to Ben about this. Tell me if I'm wrong or right. We are in a far better position than we were two days ago, true or false. 100%. And you look at the, the momentum. Uh, yeah, you still have the Mitch McConnells of the world. You still have the Kevin McCarthy's of the world. You still have the Rhinos establishment. And that's the reason we didn't win. You know, people are trying to blame Trump for this. The reason that we didn't get the red tsunami that we should have got was because of Mitch McConnell and because, uh, to a lesser extent, Kevin McCarthy, but really Mitch McConnell. He went after MAGA candidates. He, he basically uh, pulled funding from a lot of these races that we should have won. There's no way in hell that Fetterman should – this guy's he's, – he's a mentally ill thug. The guy should have never won. Now, that being said, there's massive fraud in Pennsylvania. Massive. The cities have been run yeah. by, by, by thugs and criminals for years. They commit fraud. That's how they win. If Democrats didn't lie and cheat, they couldn't win. But us knowing that, we also have to get out the vote. And, and th- what really irritates me, if there are any Republicans that are listening to this or watching this, and you didn't vote yesterday. I don't care what excuse you have. Oh, I don't trust it. Blah, 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 blah. You're the reason why we lost. If you don't vote, and again, I don't trust the system. I know that there is fraud going on there. But I also know that there's only a certain percentage of fraud that they can get away with. We can outvote the fraud in every single election if we show up. We And that's the bottom line in this. So going forward, the, the big takeaway, Jeremy is this. MAGA won. If you look at the balance of power across America, look at what Marjorie Taylor Greene did. They spent millions of dollars, and not just millions of, of actual dollars, but earned income uh, uh, of these, these uh, you know, just attacking her as this insurrectionist. Look at what happened to all of the, the people that voted for, for impeachment against President Trump. They're gone. Liz Cheney is gone forever. Hagman is crushed it out there. All of this, uh, whether it's Anna Polina Luna in, in Florida and, and when Carrie Lake wins in Arizona, they hedged their bets that Carrie Lake was too MAGA. And when she wins in a major decisive victory, and even with the fraud, all it's going to do, all we're doing is making the Republicans that did win that much stronger. These are people, these are fighters that aren't going to back down. They're not going to compromise. And it's, it's basically setting the template to get rid of all the other rhinos in 2024. No, I, I, I 100% agree. I, I said to everybody, I said, look, not only are we in a better position than we were two days ago, but we are in a very much better place than we were two years ago in this race at this moment. And we are far better poised to go the next two years with Trump as the lead, right? We're far better poised to get rid of the rest of the rhinos and truly take back the country. That's just where I stand, Ben. And by the way, it just wasn't McConnell. It was McCarthy too. He, yep. he put a lot of funding behind people that he shouldn't have put that funding behind. And unfortunately, yep. it looks like that weasel is going to be the Speaker of the House again, as far as what I see anyway. Uh, let's hope that Rick Scott becomes the new leader in the Senate. 
uh, moving forward. But uh, I'll leave you with the last 30 seconds, Ben. Uh, please let the LFA family know anything that they should know uh, to get us all on the same page moving forward here. Well, bottom line is we're in a fight for, you know, this is a, a spiritual battle for the future of our children and our grandchildren. It's not a short battle. Everybody that's engaged in this, just know that your fight is lifelong. You fight till the day you die, till your last breath. Every single person has to get engaged now. But you don't have to worry. You don't have to think about that in that largest uh, context. God has put it on my heart, and the only way I get through every day is I take every day as it comes. The Lord says tomorrow has enough worries to worry about on its own. Worry about today. God gives us an easy his, – his yoke is easy, his burden is light, and he gives us the victory. The battle is mine, saith the Lord. We keep walking in that, and we win. Just stay focused on that. Uh, when you feel stressed out, pray against it. That's the enemy coming at you. And we win. And just be encouraged. We win. Amen. Ben, I love you, brother. I'm sorry about the way you had to come in, but it doesn't matter. The message wins. Uh, and I'll, I'll keep in contact with you throughout the day. If anything happens uh, that the mainstream media has not reported yet, reach out to me and let me know if you could. Will do, brother. And by the way, one, one other thing. Uh, all of that, this is, this is the model. Carrie Lake is the model for America. And, and that's what we're seeing here, how she handled the media. She is the blueprint going forward. Uh, and that's, what, that's the big takeaway from this. Watch out, left. Your days are numbered. Social media, all of this. All of our, our, there's a shift taking place in the spiritual realm and in the earthly realm. We are taking back ground that the enemy has stolen, and we're coming for you. Ooh, I like that. What a way to end. Brother, I love you. God bless. I'll talk soon, okay? Amen, brother. See you. All right, see you. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, the great Ben Berkwam. Let me uh, let me fix all this up. So, so as you can see, I see a lot of people that said I needed that. Yeah, I know. I know. And I'm not giving you something like that person said about my cowboy boots, right? I'm not giving you something you need just because you need it. I'm giving you something that you need because it is the truth. It is the truth. Is anybody keeping up with where we are at the Senate and the House right now? We might still pull both of them off. We're definitely pulling off the House. The House is ours. We're definitely pulling out the House. Whether we pull out the Senate or not, it still remains to be seen. But what is a loss? A tie? I'll take a tie in the Senate, a win in Arizona, and a win in the House, and you don't call that a win? Come on. We don't need everything to win. We just need to win to win. We don't need to beat them by 10 points. We need to beat them by one. A win is a win is a win is a win. And I'm glad Ben made you all feel that much better. By the way, Senator Mike Lee in Utah, he pulled out that win. You know, Senator Ron Johnson pulled that out. Big shout out to J.D. Vance in OHIO. Huh, ladies and gentlemen? Coming through like a boss. Mike Schmidt in uh, Missouri, the Show Me State. He won. A lot of great things happening, folks. We're, uh, we're getting ready to wrap up here. Uh, I'm going to do a sponsor. I'm going to do another couple stories. We're going to talk about Pennsylvania. And then I'm going to give away a hat. And then we're going we're gonna to bounce out of here. Uh, but right now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to highlight four Patriots, four Patriots, four Patriots. Did you guys know that every time you buy something through these guys, that a portion of this goes to U.S. veterans, goes to the people that fought for you and I to be able to buy our own energy, to be able to buy something that produces our own energy? Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, the Patriot Power Generator. It's a $2,497 item, but if you go today to 4patriots.com slash LFA, that's the address in the top, automatically directs you to a $500 off coupon, and you get this right away. And this, ladies and gentlemen, you don't need gas. 
You don't need to plug it in. All you need is the good old-fashioned sun to rise every day, and it will power it with your own little solar panel, and you'll have plenty of power right here for any emergency or even just to use outside of an emergency. Go there today, ladies and gentlemen, and if this is too big for you and this isn't the purchase that you want to do right now, they do sell a smaller one. Uh, By the way, there's lots of stuff on here, guys. Water, survival food, uh, bestsellers, gifts for Christmas, but check this out. The power sidekick, and then these little guys right here. I have two of these. These little uh, power cells, they're like little cell phone batteries, Uh, but check that out. The Patriot Power Cell. uh, Charge your phone for free using the sun. Um... Each charge, uh, each charges two device at one time. Great for gifts. Uh, they got a bright flashlight on them, and they're powered by the sun, ladies and gentlemen. Fourpatriots.com. Again, slash LFA if you want that big bad boy, or just the promo code LFA everywhere else gets you 10% off. And a portion goes to our military, ladies and gentlemen. Who called me now? Hold on. I got people calling me everywhere with updates. That's what happens when you're in the news business, I guess. Mike Crispy mentioned me in a comment. <laughs> Mike Crispy, gotta love him. Crispy Critters. Hey, where's all the Crispy Critters at? Where's all our Crispy Critters at? Keep rumbling, keep liking. We've got a little bit more to talk about right now. I want to talk about the seats we flipped in California and the seats that we flipped in New York because that is significant and we've got to talk about this. It's great, it's great stuff, folks. Ten more House seats shifted in Republicans' favor, including in New York and in California, two seats in New York and one in California of the 10 have been moved from leaning Democrat to now being Democrat toss up seats. And ladies and gentlemen, this was last night. And then they ended up going and going for red. We flip seats everywhere. Folks, if we're flipping seats in, in blue parts of Texas, if we're flipping seats in California, if we're flipping seats in New York, red, if we take Arizona, which Ben says we will, I believe we will. Oh, here, we're, we're, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do we got here? Hold on. Uh, and by the way, and we take the House, that's a huge win. And if we get the Senate too, then it was a red wave. Might not have been a red tsunami, but it was a red wave. What do we got here? Congress, Angel says Congress 2021, 221 Republican 214, Democrat 48 tie. Not sure what you're talking about there. Not sure what you're talking about there. I'm, t- I'm thinking you said Democrats are at 2 4 or Republicans are at 214 now. That's the case. We'd, be, we'd only be four away. We'd only be four away. But we're flipping seats. We're flipping seats. We're going to take the House. We're taking Arizona. To me, I don't call that a loss. I saw everybody getting on here today, like all upset. I don't call that a loss. I just don't. I just don't call that a loss. Now, let's get to uh, Pennsylvania. Do you want to know why Pennsylvania, we lost it? I'm going to tell you why right now. Number the, the number one reason we lost was fraud. That's the number one reason we lost Pennsylvania was fraud. It never got fixed. It never got addressed. And the swamp donkeys and the rhinos have too big of a control on Pennsylvania to, to, uh, to, to, have, to have gotten out all that fraud in just that little bit of time. That's the first reason. The second reason, ladies and gentlemen, that we lost is because of Dr. Oz. Hold on. Hold on. Maricopa, elect day, early drop-offs, Lake Blake, 178,000, Hobbs Kelly, 96. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, Dr. Oz, we, I said it from day one. Dr. Oz is a weak candidate, okay? 
America does not want a weak... I'm just going to call it like it is. Let's just call it like it is. I'm going to call it like it is. This might make some people mad, but it is the way it is. America does not want a weak rhino Muslim who is a Democrat sympathizer his entire life as our Trump-backed candidate for U.S. Senate in the birthplace of the United States of America's Constitu- uh, 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 Declaration of Independence in Pennsylvania. We do not want a tired old Democrat sympathizing rhino at best Muslim to run for our best chances to win a U.S. Senate seat in Philadelphia. Okay, that's your second reason. First reason, fraud. Second reason, weak spined loser candidate that I called from day one. And I'm not sitting here patting myself on the back. We lost it. We lost it. Me being right doesn't win us the seat. Me being correct at one point or time during this LFA TV show doesn't make it a win. But the reason why I'm saying that I was right is so we don't do this crap again. Donald Trump, please stop endorsing weak, fake losers to win. There is no reason that Dr. Oz, in all of his intelligence, in all of his uh, wisdom, in all of his journeys, should have lost to a mentally handicapped person who cannot have a conversation. And I'm going to tell you right now, Dr. Oz, let me turn my mic down here because I know I'm screaming. Dr. Oz, during that debate, had an opportunity to crush Fetterman, and he didn't. Why? Why? If you can't beat a mentally handicapped person who cannot have a conversation, what does that say about you, regardless of the fraud? I'm going to tell you why. We could have beat the fraud there. We could have beat the fraud for Senate. You know how we could have beat it? We could have beat it with a candidate that jazzed everybody up and got everybody to go out and vote for them. I'll guarantee you. Raise your hand if this is you. I just, I want to see. I just want to see. Raise your hand if you're in Pennsylvania if you were happy about voting for Dr. Oz. And please, whether you say yes or no, nobody, uh, nobody demonize anybody for their opinion, or for what they think. That's not what this is an exercise to do. This is an experiment to see if you were happy about voting for Dr. Oz or if you hated the fact that you had to vote for Mehmet Oz. Please tell me. I'm going to wait and look in the comment section, but I can guarantee you it's going to be 90% plus saying, I wasn't happy to vote for him, but what did I have? What, what was the choice? Him or Fetterneck? Or a no vote for Oz is a vote for Fetterneck. How many of you we're happy about it. Now, I'm not happy that Kathy Barnett did not get out there and campaign with them, but Kathy Barnett would have been a hell of a lot better choice than Mehmet Oz. Here we go. It's starting to come in. Nope. Thumbs down here in PA. No. From Pike to PA. No to Oz. He did not lose. They knew Fetternet could win. He did lose. He did lose. Because we knew there was going to be fraud there. And it wasn't even that much of a loss. If Dr. Oz was any kind of real candidate, ladies and gentlemen, he would have been able to call that out. He would have been right there on that debate stage, and he would have said, are we really doing this? Are you really going to have me, an award-winning doctor, um, an MD, with all the intelligence in the world, you're going to have me sit up here and talk to this four-year-old who drools and slobbers all over the place? Is this really happening? 
That's what he should have done. And he shouldn't have been polite. Oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be, you know, everybody's going to say that he's handicapped and I don't want to be. You are in an elected uh, official race. You are in a Senate race. It is time to go no holds barred, big bang MAGA on these people. We didn't lose because of Donald Trump. I'm not saying that, even though Donald Trump should have put his hand behind Kathy Barnett or somebody who was a little bit stronger. But we lost because we had a weak candidate in Oz. That's why David Perdue lost too. When are we going to get it? People like Dr. Oz, people like David Perdue, they are weak-spined cowards. If they're not willing to say the hard part out loud, then they don't deserve an endorsement from the greatest president that ever lived. Fetterneck didn't win fairly or by cheating. Dr. Oz lost. If you have a prize out there, you go get it. That's the American way. You don't wait for it to be handed to you. You don't sit there and go, well, you know, Donald Trump endorsed me. So, And by the way, he didn't even tout the fact that he was a Trump-endorsed candidate. Remember when he took it down off of his website? He wasn't even happy that he was a proud MAGA-endorsed candidate. He's not MAGA. He's Muslim. He's not for the red, white, and blue. He's for Turkey. He's a loser. And that's why we lost Pennsylvania. We could have beat that fraud. Now, Mastriano, great candidate. Awesome candidate. The fraud beat him. The fraud did beat Mastriano. And the Republican Party did not get behind Mastriano because he was Trump endorsed. Shame on you, Mitch McConnell. Shame on you, Kevin McCarthy. Shame on you, Ronna McDaniel. Shame on you, uh, people with big power, big names who could have been there and really pushed him over the top. Shame on you, Ronna McDaniel, for not having people in Pennsylvania on the ground like you did in Virginia. Shame on you. Now you know why I waited to talk about this crap with Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz is a loser. An absolute loser and was from day one. And if you ask me, I believe it was all a setup. If you ask me, that's just my choice. You want to win? Here's how you win. And I'm not saying this to be phobic of anybody other's other's religion or anything like that. In this topic right here, in this situation, I could care less. You want to win? You get a red, white, and blue-blooded Christian American who loves this country, who loves the Constitution, who will always protect it, who will die to protect it, who's not afraid to say the hard things, who's not afraid to say what everybody knows that the election was stolen, and who absolutely is a um, cherishes Donald Trump's endorsement. You want to win? That's how you win. With people like Carrie Lake, not with people like Dr. Mehmet Oz. Unbelievable. The fraud did not beat Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz beat Dr. Oz. You see how close that was? He was a joke. Let's give away some stuff, shall we? Let's give away some stuff. As a matter of fact, Nan77, you're getting a free hat just because it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nan77. Happy birthday to you. You get one. You know who else gets one? Larry Reha. Larry Reha, you get one just because you said you never win anything. How about that? We're giving, we're making people smile today. As a matter of fact, let's give away 10 right now. Raquel Hall. 
Raquel Hall, you win an Armor of God hat. Miranda Dolan, you win an Armor of God hat. Anybody who's a winner, email your address to lfaproducer at gmail.com. lfaproducer at gmail.com. And don't everybody else email them, okay? All right, so far, Raquel Hall, Miranda Dolan. We've got, uh, we've got wrong thinking Anna Perez coming up right next. Michelle Goff, you win a hat. That's another one here. Helen E. Miller, you win a hat. That's four. Larry Reha, Nan77, Helen Miller, Raquel Hall, Miranda Dolan, Michelle Goff. Rangers, Rangers, you win a hat. Rangers 22, 25, 0, whatever it is. Um, Annette Anderson, you win a hat. I like that. Lori V, Lori V, you win a hat. Kelmar, you win a hat. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Three more. Three more here, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. Don't worry. If you don't win, you'll win another time. I have a feeling. I don't know who this is. Swagram? Swagram? Swigram? Swagram? Don't know what that is. That person wins. We'll try to figure that out. It's Eli's handwriting. Uh, Christy Castillo. You win a hat. And one more here, ladies and gentlemen. D. Clark, 757. You win a hat. Joe Bo said, I still never got my shirt. Then you never gave us your address, my friend. LFAproducer at gmail.com. Send him your address and we'll send you a shirt. Okay, brother? Jeremy, where are you seeing your numbers for the election at? I've said that earlier. A whole bunch of different places. Real Clear Politics. Uh, AP, which is I hate, but a whole bunch of different places. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. We gave 10 hats away. We've got Anna Perez coming up next. I've been on for two hours. I can't even believe it's already been two hours. So I got to get ready. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you didn't, uh, if you're not in the chat and you did not get these, we will talk about these later and we will say these names later. But all those who did hear it, send your address to LFAproducer at uh, gmail.com. Joe, we didn't have it. If we had it, we'd send it. So we just don't have it. So please send it again to LFAproducer at gmail.com. All right, folks, Anna Perez coming up next. Wrong think. Uh, I'm sure she's got a lot to say. Plus, we're gonna be, she's also going to be keeping up on what's going on real time. So make sure you uh, check out Anna Perez next. Um, I'll see you guys at 5 p.m. All right, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading that gospel. Thank you for being here with me today. I truly appreciate it. And I hope you join in tonight because I'll have a wrap-up of a lot of stuff that happened today. Probably be able to call things out right. God bless you guys. Peace. That will Stop screaming that we first in America